Hey, girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hey, girlfriend, and welcome back to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so excited to have you here, but before we dive into today's episode, I want to talk to you about something really exciting that I have coming your way in the next couple of weeks. I'm assuming that you could be in a spot right now where you're feeling like you need to get ready for summer, get that summer bikini body, and in times past, you may have turned to something like a quick fix or an all or nothing mindset to get you where you need to be. Well, if you've been hanging out with me before or for a while now, you understand and know that quick fixes and all or nothing mindsets are two things that I absolutely don't believe in. However, I do believe in feeling your most confident and most happy and most healthy self heading into one of the most fun seasons of the year. And with that being said, I am hosting something that is going to be so much fun and help you find the best of both worlds between finding that happy, healthy, and confident self, but having it be something that's long-term and fun versus something you do every single summer or every single season over and over and over again. This is called the Not Your Normal Get Ready for Summer Fitness Free Trial inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness membership. It's going to be a week of so much fun. We are gonna have daily live trainings teaching you the exact tools to make fitness fun and long-term. We're gonna do daily summer recipes, five filmed workouts, and so much more. The dates are May 17th, through the 24th and if you want to grab your spot and if you want in on this and if you want to start your health and fitness journey for the last damn time then you need to go grab your spot from the link in the show notes so go ahead rush there click the link get signed up and hey girl it is going to be so much fun and i will see you in the workouts but first let's head on into this episode of the podcast Hey y'all, here we are, episode number 29. So excited to talk to you guys. Today, we're taking a little fun spin on the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast and we are doing a Chelsea Tells All. Today, we are gonna talk about life, my routine, my health, favorites, and more. And I just can't wait to dive into this because I think it's going to be something that's so much fun. And I love that I get to answer questions that you guys specifically have for me. So essentially what I did in order to create this episode, I have no notes at all except for the questions that you have for me in front of my um, face here. But I did reach out to members of my fitness membership. I reached out on Instagram to my followers and inside my free Facebook community asking what questions y'all have for me. And it was a no no question is a bad question, no question is a silly question, giving me everything. So I have taken down some of those questions and I am gonna answer them in today's episode. I think this is gonna be so much fun and a great way for you guys to just kind of get to know me, the person behind the mic in the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. So I'm gonna dive right in 
and we're gonna get through these seven questions and if you guys have more questions for me if you like this style of episode then let me know and send those questions my way because I want it to feel like I'm having a conversation with you in this podcast and I want you to feel like you know me. And I think the best way to do that is throwing out some episodes like this one. So the first question, I'm going to get through all seven today, was what do I do for fun outside of working out and building the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy brand and fitness membership? (laughs) I love this question because from the outside looking in, you might think that's all I ever do. And and to be honest, those are two of my biggest passions. So yes, working out and damn happy, damn healthy, they're it's it's something I'm obsessed with and they're all they're my dream. So the fact that I spend the majority of my time focusing on those things is not sad for me. I absolutely love it. But if someone were to catch me doing something fun, outside of working out or building up damn happy damn healthy if I'm just talking about day-to-day life one thing I absolutely love is cooking like I really really enjoy cooking and baking and I'm not the kind of cook or baker that just like follows a recipe to a tea I I'm kind of annoying in that sense when I'm sharing recipes for people because I don't measure things I just kind of love like creating things and creating concoctions, throwing things together, trying new recipes. And I would say outside of like my, if you're talking about my regular day-to-day life, one of the things I enjoy most outside of working out or working on my business and brand, Damn Happy, Damn Healthy, is cooking. I absolutely love to cook. I love to throw things together and I love to like host people as well too. So That's something that's a lot of fun. If it was something that is like not necessarily my day-to-day life, I would honestly say if I could spend every single day with my family for the rest of my life and have them just be like days where we have no cares in the world, that is my favorite way to spend my time. And it doesn't matter what we're doing, whether we're sitting around like shooting the shit, if we are doing something like going to a concert or hanging out in the summer with warm weather in a pool, it does not matter. I do not care. Um, Spending time with my loved ones and just being social is really fun for me. So outside of kind of the working out and the damn happy, damn healthy world, you can probably find me FaceTiming one of my family members, usually my sister, or cooking. (laughs) That's pretty much what I do outside of that world and spending time with my husband and my dogs, of course. So that is an answer to that. I hope that kind of gives you some insight into my world. I do do things besides exercise and work on my business. I, um, it's, it's not a long list of things, but I do like to pride myself on being a family girl and um, just enjoying myself, enjoying time doing nothing. That's something that's just awesome. So Great question. I love that and it made me laugh and giggle a little bit as well too. Um, Question number two, which flows very nicely from question number one. Um, Someone in my like business coaching world had asked me how much time I actually spend on building my membership, working my membership and doing that kind of stuff. This is a really hard answer to question to answer. I'm just going to say, um, First and foremost, I will say that I have an epic team. So currently I actually have one individual um, who is just a rock star who works for me and helps me 
and she's like my right hand woman um michelle love you she's actually the one who edits this podcast so she just heard me say that um and that helps a lot because it is a well-oiled machine by this point so if i were to kind of give it a guess i would say i'm working inside like things for my membership specifically a couple hours a day um but that's with the support of other people and we have someone else who's joining our team as well too which i'm super excited about so it does help to have support and help but in the building phases of it those hours were more than that simply because i was building building that well-oiled machine now that we've gotten there we we can focus more on serving and having fun and coming up with new ideas and focusing there versus focusing on just like having the thing run. Now it doesn't take quite as much to get it running. And she did say outside of exercise. So this does obviously, um, this does obviously not include filming the workouts. I'm talking just like behind the scenes work. Cause I do, I do film the workouts every single week, five brand new workouts inside the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy fitness membership. And they're brand new every week. And so that's, that's at least five hours of my time right there. And then we have um, editing and uploading and that kind of stuff that has to happen with that as well too. So a lot of time spent on it, but honestly, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love everything that I do and I love that I get to do that on a daily basis. So a lot of my work never feels like work. Um, I, I start my day usually um, like officially working around 7 a.m. every day and it's usually 5 p.m. before I know it. And I'm not telling you that like that has to be your world um, or and I I don't like work that many hours straight. Like I take a long lunch and I sometimes lay around and pet my dogs for a little while. <laughs> like it's not like constant work, but my days go very fast and it's because I love what I do. So I do spend quite a bit of time on my membership, but it's my baby and it's what I want to thrive and grow and be incredible and I think that that's what you have to do. You have to you have to nurture it in order for it to become what you're what you're dreaming. So hope that answers that question. Um, the next question that I got, which I really like, and this kind of ties into the fourth question as well too. So I'm going to kind of bring these two together. Is what helps me balance myself when emotions are running high? Um, I think this is an incredible question because one thing that I always like to say in regard to anything, like in regard to life, in regard to um, people and women, we all have our own shit going on. Like every single person um, has stuff going on in their life that's hard, has stuff going on in their life that's exciting, that's that's fun, and so on and so forth. And I never want to ever... um, feel like I have it like, or make it sound like I have it worse off than anyone else. So I think that this is a great question in a sense that there are, all of us have moments when our emotions are running high. And I think that it's how we deal with those moments and it's how we deal with those emotions that we can really determine um, our like reaction to it and how it impacts our life and our mind and our soul and all the different things. So one thing, which I think I've maybe talked about it a little bit on here, maybe not much, and I do want to talk about it more, is um, 
my process as far as self-care outside of exercise. Um, I really do believe that mental health is just as important, if not more important than your physical health. And I, for those, those two things tie in together with me because exercise has a major impact on my mental health and makes me happy and makes me feel good. But um, mental health is really important. And when I have emotions running high and in the world, in my world, because I'm not saying in your world it doesn't, but in my world of entrepreneurship and running a business, I could feel on top of the world one minute and have an email in my inbox or something happen in the next minute that makes me feel like a pile. <laughs> like it's just like, it's just such a like roller coaster type world. And I'm not saying that that is every day, but I'm just saying that there are ups and downs in everything. And I feel like it just is a matter of figuring out what works for you to find that like sense of peace and balance versus feeling like you you have to be like the controller of everything. So my first belief with all of this that really helps and that I like continue to remind myself every single day is that you literally can only control what you can control and everything happens for a reason. So I believe that if something happens to me, then it was for the highest good of everyone involved. And it, whether it was a good thing or whether it was a bad thing, me believing that, and even if it doesn't feel like that in the current moment, because a lot of times it doesn't, that having that trust that it's happening for a reason and that it's going to be to your advantage down the road. So that's like my first and first um, reaction to that. However, um, thoughts alone don't always help you feel balanced. So when I am trying to in a high high stress environment, or when I'm in like a high stress mode, whether it be with work or whether it be with home life or whether doesn't matter what it is, I honestly prioritize mental self care even more then and make sure that I'm taking the time to really focus on how I'm feeling and this kind of and I'm going to bring up the next question as I kind of head into this because I think these two questions tie in really well together. It said um, someone asked me what my like journaling process looks like and how I kind of use that to navigate emotions. So when I'm trying to seek balance when emotions are running high, I prioritize journaling and meditation and quiet time for myself and myself only. Um, I My world is very um, technologically driven, so essentially I could be on 24-7 if I had to, or if I wanted to, if not if I had to, if I wanted to. Um, essentially I could be doing something for my business 24-7. However, if your world is that you're a mom and a teacher and you have, <laughs> or a teacher or a healthcare worker, like you have that piece in your world too. You could be on in some, in some, some realm 24-7, but I feel like when we shut off from the outside world and we really force ourselves to be with ourselves is when we can shut off all the noise and really get a good look of how it is we're feeling and how it is we can work through whatever emotion that we're having, whether it be seriously high, excited, amazing, epic emotions, or seriously low, or somewhere in between. Um, so 
what this process looks like for me. Um, specifically, honestly, the process, whether it's when emotions are running high or if I'm just having a regular day, the process looks the same. And my process is about 30 to 45 minutes of my morning. Wouldn't necessarily have to be that for you. But what I do is I take um, 30 to 45 minutes to myself every single morning. I wake up, I go drink some water and some greens, and then I come up to my um, my office and I have this cute little, I'm looking at it right now, cute little like round like swivel chair that I sit in. And the first thing I do is I pull like um, oracle cards or daily affirmation cards. Not necessary, like not that you have to have those, but I do that and it gives you kind of like a sense of peace and a message for your day and it's insane how how like how on these messages are in regard to how you're feeling and how it's just like it's it's crazy so I'll pull those messages and then after I do that I dive into some journaling when I journal journaling doesn't there is no there is no way that you have to do it. I think that sometimes we look and feel about like journaling like, oh, I don't know how to journal. I don't know what I should write. Honestly, there is no wrong way to journal, but I will tell you that um, my journaling process starts with gratitude and I usually write down like three to four things that I'm grateful for and those things don't have to be massive. Um, sometimes I write down I'm glad that I slept through the night and I'm grateful for that. Or um, this morning I think I wrote down um, I am grateful for this blanket because I'm cold right now. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy or complicated. It, it obviously can be big things but it doesn't have to be. So writing down um, and gratitude is one of the biggest ways that you can kind of really come into tune, come into tune with what what you have and what you're blessed with versus being controlled by those like high emotions like the first person asked in that first question. Um, following that, I take about one page or more and I brain dump. I talk, I literally just like write out everything that I'm feeling, whether it be about business, whether it be about life, just emotions that come up simply because I've given myself that quiet time. If, I, if you don't give yourself that quiet time, then a lot of this stuff that comes out on paper for me gets bottled up and I don't ever get it out. And simply getting it out and writing things and saying things out loud can essentially be release enough. Sometimes it requires more work than that, but sometimes it just helps to talk things out with yourself. Um, after that, I go into um, another page and I write down what are my daily affirmations. I have some in regard to business. I have some in regard to my personal life. I have some in regard to my goals. And essentially a daily affirmation is you um, writing down a statement in present tense that makes you... Um, like gives you that sense of like clarity and peace for where your life is right now or where your life's going. So whether it's something you have already or not, you still write it in present tense and you very quickly begin to believe those things because it's something that's just a part of your day-to-day -day routine and you have convinced yourself to know that like those things are true and real and can be true and real. So that's what my process looks like. And after that, I sometimes go into like a guided meditation. Um, 
Not always. Um, like I said, your morning routine doesn't have to be something or your routine as far as self-care and mental health doesn't have to be, there's there's no right way of doing it. Um, so some days I do like a guided meditation. I use an app called Insight Timer and some days I don't <laughs> and then I start my day. And I know that not everyone has or feels like they have 30 to 45 minutes. So you could do a shortened version of this and take 20 minutes, take 10 minutes, write down things you're grateful for every morning. You always have to start small. So I think the quiet time and that just like removing yourself from the outside world and really allowing yourself to sit with your thoughts and get out how you're feeling is honestly the best thing to balance yourself as far as what to do when emotions are running high. And then that kind of wraps right into what my journaling process looks like. So that is that. I hope that that was helpful for you guys. Um, aside from that, I'll move on to another question, which is just like completely different from what we were just talking about, but it's a fun question. My go-to leggings that don't slide down. And I love that you guys asked this. I love this question. Um, so first and foremost, I am going to be honest. I am a Lulu girl through and through. So Lululemon is by far my favorite um, brand. I mainly am through and through there with leggings. Like I don't necessarily like pride on or like obsessed with their tops or their bras or stuff like that. Like, I mean, I know they're good obviously, but their leggings are hands down the best, I think. Um, and I've tried a lot of leggings. Um, I love Lululemon. I know that they are on the high end as far as like price goes, but I'm just going to say that Lululemon honestly has the best customer service, best quality, and they're just an epic company. Um, I've had so many experiences where, which I shouldn't say so many, I don't know why I said that, like I've had experiences where I've like had an issue with one of their pants and you literally just contact them and they just give you a brand new pair like they they are so amazing and of course you can't just like do that if there's no issue but like if you have an issue with something and it's not working out for you then you just let them know and they'll swap them for you they're just a really incredible and epic company um and i think they're worth it my first ever pair of lulus that i probably got who knows like in college i would assume maybe um and i've been out of college for like gosh i've been out of college for six years <laughs> um i i've had them for six years and they're still intact and they still are great and they still work just fine and i work out with that work out in them frequently so that just goes to show like that quality of their leggings um so they're gonna last i i i'm like I will continue to pride Lululemon leggings time after time after time. Um, my favorite pairs to work out in are um, the Time to Sweat Crop or the Train Times Pant. I do love those. Um, time to Sweat Crop are probably my number one. Um, they're just like so comfortable and so incredible and they stay where you want them. I mean, listen to that name. You know they're going to stay. Like <laughs> That's what they're made for. Um, I do love Train Times as well too. Um, 
in a crop or in the pant. I like them both. I'm short, so usually a crop is like not a crop on me. <laughs> um, but that those are my favorites. As far as like comfort leggings from Lululemon, you just can't go wrong with the Aligns. I don't recommend doing interval or high intensity training in the Aligns because you're going to get a lot of pilling um, in the legs. But just as far as like wearing around the house, wearing out and about, wearing for travel, the Aligns might be the most comfortable legging in the history of leggings. <laughs> so that would be my favorite as far as that goes. However, I do have a favorite brand that's kind of a go-to for something that's on the lower price end. Um, and these would be Yogalicious. I have found them at TJ Maxx. They are buttery soft, super great. Um, I do think that they run a little bit um, like big personally. So I like to kind of size down in those because I, like you said, you don't want them to slide down or fall down. So I mean, but try them on. Don't like trust that my my experience is going to be the same as your experience. But TJ Maxx, Yogalicious, they're like this little like circle um, emblem looks kind of similar to like a Lululemon emblem, but it doesn't have the, of course, like Lulu symbol in the middle. Um, but yeah, those are my favorite leggings. Um, I think that if you're looking for something more affordable, definitely go with Yogalicious. But if you're looking for something that's going to last a really long time and not move an inch, definitely invest in, a, invest in a pair of Lulus. I think it's well worth, well worth the price. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that was helpful. Um, love, love my Lulus. Um, okay. Now I have three questions left. I'm going to keep working my way through this. Um, one of them's a silly question, so it won't take very long to answer. Um, do I have a shutoff time daily and how do I balance working from home and disconnecting on a daily basis? I love this question. I thank you to who asked it. Um, as far as this question goes, I will say that I do shut off daily. Um, a specific time, no, it just kind of varies on the day because my days my days are different every single day. But honestly, um, I do my best to to like set boundaries as far as like work and home go. It's it's not easy. I'm not going to pretend like I'm perfect at it because when your work is on your phone and you see notifications and it's like hard. I like don't want to turn my phone on airplane mode because I want to get like personal information coming my way. But um, my work is Instagram. My work is Facebook. So I'm like don't really go on those apps for personal use simply because I know that it's all like, um, I'm, I'm going to see business stuff. So it's really hard to like find that balance, especially when you're like disconnecting. But I definitely do um, like have like a point. Usually it's when my husband gets home that I just be like, okay, I'm done, done for the day. Unless I have like a meeting or something. But um, typically I schedule meetings within, within the means of like our schedule together. Once he gets home, that's kind of like we're off work. Um, but it doesn't always work out that way. And in order to serve a large community of women, I like to like host trainings and stuff um, as far as like workshops and guest speakers that we have in Damn Happy, Damn Healthy. I like to do those in the evening so we can catch as many people as possible. But I think the real balance with all of it is just simply making sure that I am 
pouring into myself just as much as I'm pouring into my business and everyone else. Um, and that really helps with this. I don't typically work on the weekends. Um, and I, I will have like random occurrences where I just feel creative and want to throw in some like creative work where I'm like writing content or writing posts or working on stuff like that. But um, for the most part, I disconnect on the weekend as soon as I'm done with my Saturday um, morning live workout in the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy membership. So during the week, I'm just going to be brutally honest, the time really does vary. And it's just a matter of what I have going on. But I, um, I do it by choice when I do pop in um, and do things in the evenings. And it's simply just because I love what I do. I If I didn't love it, then I wouldn't be obsessed with it and want to do it all the time. I love what I do, but I also do think it's important to find that balance between working from home and disconnecting. So for me, that usually happens when Clint gets home. When he gets home, it's kind of like time to switch gears and do something a little bit different. So Yes, I try and do this. Um, it was a balance that was hard to find in the first place, but I think that I'm kind of finding my groove now. And um, yeah, and, and the beauty of my world though is that if I, if I need to go do something for my family on a Tuesday, then I can do something for my family on a Tuesday because I, I can like pick up and drop things and yeah, I can, my, my schedule is so flexible and so in order for it to be that way, I like to kind of grind when I can. That way I can not work on a Friday if I don't feel like it or um, pick up and help my sister if she needs me, like that kind of stuff. So that's that's the biggest blessing that I have with my work from home life. But I do prioritize um, disconnecting as well too, okay? Yeah. Hope that helps. Um, love that question. And I think that it's something that we can all be better about um, being more present with the ones we, with our loved ones and being more present as far as like disconnecting and shutting off from social media. And I do, I do think I do a pretty good job, but I think I could do better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this next question, um, really good question. Not. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not kidding, but I am kidding. Um, it's really not a good question. It's a silly question that my sister put into one of the chats and it said, who is your favorite sibling? <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but then like, I'm like, this is my, my world. Like I have a very silly sister and she is one of my favorite humans on the planet. Sarah, I'm sure you're listening. She does listen. So, um, who's my favorite sibling? <laughs> I don't have a favorite sibling. I know she's probably expecting me to say her. I do want to just say with this question, I'm going to be super brief with it. My siblings are my best friends. So if I was like stepping outside and someone asked me like, like besides your husband, like who are your go-to people? It would be my sister and my brother, Sarah and Tyler. They're my best friends. I love them so much and I go to them each for different reasons. Who do I talk to the most? Sarah, by far. Sarah and I are creepily inseparable when it comes to living in different places and talking as much as we do. <laughs> it's kind of insane. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, um, I probably FaceTime Sarah daily, multiple times a day, almost every day of the week. Yeah, it's 
it's we're we're pretty obsessed with each other but love my brother and i won't call sarah my favorite i like them both the same i love them both the same and i they're my best friends i go to them for very different things <laughs> so that is that my brother is older my sister is younger i'm in the middle so it's i'm i'm in the middle of this yeah so that's how it works um aside from that i'm gonna kind of talk about the last question and this is a really good question i'm glad that someone brought it up to me i actually got this question in my dms um after i had requested questions and I love this. Um, someone had asked about, um, if you haven't listened to this episode yet, um, and I also have a Facebook and Instagram post about it, with my experience in regard to a miscarriage, and then how I am handling, um, and just to kind of give you like full disclosure, I had a miscarriage about a little over a year ago, and at that time, I will say like, that wasn't an oops, you guys. Like, my husband and I were planning to get pregnant. Like, we were trying to get pregnant. Um, and then we did have a miscarriage. Um, in that time, that was, like, a, when we were trying, my business was not what it is right now. And the person had come into my DMs, and I love that she asked this, and I think it's just goes to show how I want to be, like, fully transparent with you guys. She asked how I manage that decision to wait and not just, like, try again right away, knowing that my life um, post-miscarriage was different than it was when we, like, initially were, like, trying to get pregnant. And how I manage that, like, balance between trying to figure out, okay, starting a family and... um growing a business or advancing your career and having that be your focus before you're ready for that like starting your family type phase in your life. Um, I'm just first going to say um, I don't have all the answers to this and this is something that probably I think about daily. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And just to kind of give you guys some background, when we did have the miscarriage, um, very, it was a hard time. Like it, there was a lot of stuff that went on during that time of my life. And there is a podcast episode about this. I can't remember exactly what number it is. Um, but the full story is in an episode if you want to hear about it. But um, hard time because I had, um, I w lost my grandma around that time and we had a miscarriage. But one thing that really um, sat with me during that time is that returning to that whole idea that everything does happen for a reason. Um, my business really started to thrive about that point and I took it as a sign that I needed to kind of step back and um, decide if if I wanted to kind of chase and um, follow this dream of building this business or dive into starting a family and um, having it maybe not, I'm not saying that it couldn't have been as awesome, you guys. I don't want to pretend like by like having a baby that I can't be successful because that is like 100% not the truth. I don't believe that, but things would have been different. <laughs> like things would be different and I'm not going to pretend that they wouldn't be. Um, so with, with both my husband's um, opinion and mine, um, he was very much included in this decision. I didn't just like decide for us. Um, we decided that we would wait um, and that for my business um, 
and where it was at that point. I was really excited and ready to kind of pour into it for a little while and then we would choose another time that's right for um, starting a family. And like I said, I don't have all the answers to this because this is something that I honestly think about very, very, very frequently. Um, I think when it comes to my world, and if you yourself are trying to figure out when is the time to, um, when is the time to like start a family and feel like you're kind of shifting your focus, I think it's when you no longer are feeling like you're gonna say the words "what if." Um, I, I'm getting to that point, which is very exciting, and I've done a lot of things over the past year that have like driven my business forward. And I'm not gonna get into like super big details about like when and um, like our plan as far as like um, starting a family because I think that's a little bit private and I'm gonna kind of leave that between my husband and I. But I will say that if you are thinking in your head right now, what if, um, like, what if I don't get to do this? Or what if I this doesn't happen because we take this step to um, have, have our, like, story focus on something different and starting a family and that thing? Then I would just take a good hard look at what those what ifs are and see if you can take some steps to making those things happen now and to making your goals and dreams be something that don't constantly get be put on the back burner. And I, I understand that starting a family and being a mom is like a goal and dream as well too. Like I completely agree with that and I resonate with that. But I I didn't want to say what if. And that's kind of what I, what I really focused on um, as far as like when my decision was to like whether it was we go for it again or whether we try and... Um, go for it again and try and do both or whether it be um, really, really dive deep into the whole business thing, I I made the decision to go the business direction. Um, but now I'm to a point where I have done so many things in the past year and I've been on overdrive simply because of that. Like I want to fulfill as many of those what ifs as possible. That way when it does come the time for us to start a family, it's doesn't, it feels like there's not that like, sure, it's exciting and sure it's fun and it's something that is wonderful regardless, but there's not that like feeling down in my heart or down in my stomach, like that what if sort of feeling, like what if I would have like waited a few months and tried this or tried to get more established in my business and whether it's your business, whether it's your career. But I think that more than anything, just to kind of wrap this up, because I feel like this is a topic I could talk about for hours. Um, this like more than anything with this, I just have to say, you guys, it's like every woman's experience is different. And I think that you will know when you know, um, when you're ready. I think if you're asking yourself if you're ready, I would just really dive deep and figure out why it's a question, like that kind of thing. And um, I think that by doing that internal and deep work, then you're going to figure out like what it is that you're scared of or what it is that needs that you want to happen first. And it's not stuff you can't work through. So if you're, you have a fear, like you can work through it and do things that make you feel more ready. Um, 
but if you don't if you don't do those things and you just leap and then I think that it's kind of not that you won't be a good mom or that you won't um like have success but I think that it's just one of those things that it's smarter to kind of be more um like contemplative about I guess um that was kind of all over the place but I really do believe that every woman has her has like her like intuition and understands and knows when she's ready for that in her life and um, I think it's different for every person. I know that time is of the essence in situations like these but um, right now for me I I think I'm gosh I always forget my age. I'm 27 years old and I feel good. I'm like loving life and enjoying every minute of it and yes I want to be a mom yes I want to start a family but we aren't quite there yet like I'm not I'm not saying we're not going to be there soon but we're not quite there yet and I and I think that's okay and I'm I'm okay to say that and I know that that is something that is hard to say considering like the get married have kids do all the things like follow this path that's what you're supposed to do like Shit, I've been married, <laughs> I've been married five years this summer. You'd be shocked the number of times that people ask you when you're having kids. Um, the longer you wait, the less they ask, I will say. Um, but it's a hard question. I hate that question, actually. I think that it's kind of, um, kind of rude to ask people. Uh, not that I, I don't hate anyone that does ask me that, just like full disclaimer. Um, but I think it's something that's very personal and for you to be like asking people that just like in casual conversation isn't probably the best way to go about things. But I think that respecting how you feel and trusting your intuition and just knowing that um, there's going to be a right time for you when it feels good. And I think by doing that, you can find a lot of clarity in that answer that you're looking for. So I hope that that answers those questions like you guys were expecting me to or what you were trying to kind of get out of those questions. This is now a longer episode than what we typically do, but I'm glad that we could have this conversation. And I really enjoy just talking. Um, I love just kind of talking about life, talking about real, raw, honest stuff. And I want to show up with you guys with stuff like this. So if you have any more questions, if you want me to keep showing up with Chelsea Tells All sort of episodes, absolutely let me know. Share this episode and just let us know what you love and what you don't. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off for the day. Have a great and happy and damn good day, girl. And don't forget, like I said in the beginning of the episode um, before we got started, if you're looking for a way to find that happiness, to find your healthy self, to find confidence before summer, I want you to do it the right way versus the wrong way. And I think the right way is to join our not not your normal get ready for summer fitness free trial. That's a long name, I know, but I liked it. Um, so join us and figure out how to make fitness long term and fun. I don't want you to be doing this summer after summer, season after season. I want you to find some balance and clarity when it comes to that. And I think that this will be the thing that you need to help that happen. So everybody have a epic day. I'm going to go ahead and log off like I already said. Bye. See y'all. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again 
real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.